Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am your host, Marsha Van Weinsberg. I'm a business coach, speaker, and author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will use the tips, tools, and strategies used by myself and our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in our lives. When we take radical responsibility of our choices, create boundaries, grow our courage and practice self-care and letting go of what isn't ours to control, we can completely change our stories. When we take full ownership of our stories, we take back our personal power and this allows us to impact, serve and support others by showing them that they are not alone and helping them find freedom from their stories. When you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive in. I wanted to share some thoughts on what do you do when you get the haters? And I don't know about you, but right now it is, it certainly feels like there's a lot of haters online, whether they show up in your DMs or right on your posts or on your messages. So what do you do when you get them and how do you handle them? So I wanted to share some thoughts here. Because I got a message, for those of you that don't know, I am a, what I call a storytelling business coach. I help people share vulnerable stories, whether it is through the process of podcasting, um, writing their collaborative books, solo books, and teaching them how to heal, own, and write their stories. So I like to talk about vulnerable stories because I think that our stories only ever have the power that we give it. And when we give these stories so much power, it's like shifting that power from ourselves to the story. And so when we're in this space, we have, we get to decide what the story means. So I have people who come into my space that have incredibly vulnerable stories and we help them to shift it, see it differently and share those lessons with others. And more importantly, teach them how to not let their story define them. So the other day, I guess the other, about a week ago, I got a message that said in my DMs that stop glorifying people's traumatic stories and a whole bunch of other stuff that I'm not going to go into. And when I saw it at first, my first reaction was kind of a bit of a gut punch. I'm not going to lie. It was that gut punch moment of like, Ooh, that was nasty. And I showed my husband cause I was like, did you, am I reading this right? And he read it and he was like, wow, you really ticked someone off. And it really caught me off guard because the work that I do, I believe is helping a lot of people and it's helping them to shift where they're at, which is creating a different impact. And it's, it feels good. And I know this because I have gone through these steps myself. I did live a really difficult story, actually multiple ones. And I've learned how to see them differently. And I don't share a lot of that trauma because I don't live there anymore. I will go back and speak and refer back to times, but I don't live in that space. And I think that's the difference is that maybe I'm not sharing enough of that and that's what brings that out. Whatever. It stirs up a lot of conversation in our heads of, okay, so maybe I'm not doing it right. We start to doubt ourselves. We start to listen to the words that people are sharing. And then we quiet our voice. And as soon as we start to quiet our voice, now we're in this space of we're back into hiding. We're back into not showing up. We're not sharing. And all because we're getting a message from someone that isn't even our person, isn't even our ideal person. So we have to be very mindful of the energy that we are giving our haters. 
So as we build these businesses online, we are putting ourselves out there. We are being more vulnerable. We are being more real about who we are. And that gives us the opportunity to be exposed to people who don't agree with what we are doing. We don't have to, everybody doesn't have to agree with everyone. We all know this, but it's what do we do when we get those messages? What do we do? So immediately I was like, oh, that actually stung. I'm not going to lie. It stung for a second. And then I remembered that when somebody else's words, somebody else's position has, and somebody else's opinion has absolutely nothing to do with me. It is where they are at in that space. So when I say this, I'm not sharing this to gain sympathy I, because that's I don't want to live there either. But I want to share some of the spaces and the shifts that I had to go through in order to be able to not let that voice stop me. So we can agree that our haters are always there. They're always there. Um, they don't go away. I had a podcast episode called um, Our Cheerleaders Are Silent. So our critics, our haters, our critics are always there. They never go away. And some people will sit there and ready to pounce when you say something they don't agree with. You show up in a way that maybe is something they don't necessarily understand or doesn't speak to them. Those are our critics. Our cheerleaders will sit silently for a long time, especially, pardon me, especially if you're talking about a difficult topic. They will sit back in the sidelines for a long time until they build that know, like, and trust with you. And then all of a sudden, they're going to pop into your DMs. You're going to ask a call, have a call to action. You're going to say something that speaks to them. They're going to feel seen and heard, and they will reach out to you. And I've had this happen multiple times where all of a sudden somebody comes in and they're speaking and I'm like, wow, where do we connect? I, I don't recognize you. I haven't, we haven't had a conversation before. They're like, oh, I've been following you for six months. I've been following you for a year. You don't know who you're speaking to and don't let the haters define what you are here to do because your cheerleader might be sitting here silently praying that you don't stop talking because you're the first person who is speaking to them directly and it is making them feel like they are being heard. So our cheerleaders always will be silent and our haters are always going to be there and it actually has nothing to do with you. Your response to their message is what matters. So it's okay if initially it stings, initially it stops you, initially it's like, I don't know what to do with that. Do I delete it? People say, do I delete that message on my on my post on my reel, on my DM, do I delete it? Or does that only feed it? Everything you do in your life is energy. So if you are looking at that negative message, if you're looking at that negative response and it stirs something up in you, delete it if you want to. It's okay. It's your post, your page. You get to do what you want. So if that message is there and it stirs something and it doesn't feel good and you don't want to look back at it, then delete it. I've also left some of those negative comments and then some of my people and clients have jumped on and started almost an argument and it's like, ooh, I don't want that. Let's not like, let's not do that. So you can delete it if you want. You don't have to, you don't have to keep negative comments on your feed if you don't want to delete them. They don't feel good when you look at them, get rid of them. It doesn't matter, it's your page. It's your page. You get to do what you want. So that is one thing that I would say is decide if you want to keep that comment there or what you want to do with it. The second thing is, is that remember your haters might represent 1% of the people that are seeing your feed. Now, 
if five to 6% of your followers are actually seeing your comments and 1% of that sometimes comes up as the haters, it can feel like a lot. It's no public park. Oh my God, I love you, Jenny. It is no public park. I actually got some criticism from people who said, but you shouldn't be deleting that. I'm like, it's my page. I do what I want. It's actually my page. So I don't want to, I don't want to see it. So I do get rid of it. And so I make that decision. But if we only, if we're giving energy to 1% of the people, the haters that aren't listening and vibing with what we're saying, we're actually, they're probably never going to buy something from you. They're never going to join what you're doing. They're actually not even who you're here to have an impact with. Why on God's earth are you giving them so much energy? So I'm not here complaining about the haters. I'm here to share tips with you of what to do. But if you let those 1% stop you from what you're doing, 99% of the people out there are going, God, I wish I had a solution. I wish I had a solution for what to do when this happens. I wish I had an idea of what I could do. But you've decided to stop showing up and you've decided to hide because the 1%, you're letting them dictate what you do. And when you do that, you're shutting down the other 99%. So yes, the hater is there. Yes, it doesn't feel good. I get that. But don't let them stop you from showing up because they're never going away. They're always, they're always here. Oh, I know. I'm so getting to, I'm so getting to this part. Honestly, Jenny, like we have to be okay with stirring up other people's emotions and shadows. I'm here for that. Like I am so here for that. That is, I actually think that's part of what I'm supposed to be doing, to be honest, because I'm a trigger. I know that. And that's okay. I am okay with it because I like to expand that our triggers can be our expanders, right? They expand us to see what is possible. Now, the trigger could also be the hater who is making me stop showing up and speaking. That kind of trigger, no thank you. I don't need it. I don't need it and I don't want it. So I want you to really recognize, like, are you showing up for the, or avoiding showing up for the 1%, the hater who is there to jump on everything you're saying in a negative stance? Or are you there for the 99%, the ones who are praying for a solution that you're holding on to? You get to decide. And what I have learned how to do, and I'm just sharing this, um, is when I get one of those comments, and when I get something that stirs something in me, and I'm a generator in human design, I'm probably going to turn around and use that as content. Just so you know, I'm going to, so if you decide to leave me a nasty DM, probably going to turn around and use it because that's just how my brain works. So I sat there and went, okay, how can I use this? How can I teach this? How can I share this? And I put it into a reel so that I shared that reel to share that content because that's a question I get a lot is how, yeah. How can you show up when you get these messages? And yeah, put your hater blockers on. I love those little glasses, that little rabbit with the, the heart-shaped glasses, like those are my hater glasses. I love it. So we get to decide. I take that, thank you, thank you, thank you. I take that as a way to create content and share the message. So I will do that. I choose to leave everyone in integrity. I'm not going to share the comment and the name of the person and who it was because why, why do I want to, why do I want to do that? Here's a thing that I learned many years ago when we were in the middle of our chaos. You are either ever throwing gasoline or sand onto a fire. You're only ever throwing one of the two. 
So your reaction is throwing gasoline or sand onto a fire. Being the fighter that I was for most of my life, I threw gasoline everywhere I went. That's just what I did. I was like gasoline. Yep. Fighting back, fighting back, fighting back. And I learned after a while that I was the one that was draining myself of all of my own energy. So I chose to throw sand instead. Sand means that no thanks. I don't choose to engage. Sand is that, no, I don't need to justify and explain to you 10 times why this is my opinion. This just is. That's sand. And so when you're in this space, yeah, is the gasoline and sand just saves me multiple times, honestly. So when you're in this space, watch yourself and your reaction. And I had a very recent test, very recent. And I sat there. I'm not going to lie. My very first reaction was the fire came out. It came out in an ugly way. And I was like, ooh, that was interesting. And I couldn't stop it. So it was like, okay, where can I disrupt the pattern now? Disrupt the pattern and then decide to change gears. I changed gears, went in a different direction, went out for a walk, changed my energy, and I responded differently. And I stepped away. I threw sand and I stepped away. You can do that too. You can do that too. So recognize where you are not being your best advocate in a situation. And you don't have to explain it till you're blue in the face. It's not necessary. It's not necessary. It really isn't. So I'm just giving you that piece of permission because when you react in that way, you are physiologically and energetically leaving a lot of your energy out in places that it's not going to serve you and it's not moving your needle further forward. Again, that's giving the haters a lot more energy. It's not supporting you. So where can you continue to support yourself and let it go? Also, as I said, leave everyone in integrity. I chose not to share this person's name because there's absolutely no need to share. It just, in my opinion, there was not a need to share a person's name. That's giving energy. That's not leaving people in integrity. And that's not the standard that I choose to show up in. So another example of how to handle the haters. The last piece I want to share is that sometimes we are meant, I love this message and I heard this, sometimes we are meant to be the hero in someone else's story, okay? So when we share our story, we share who we are, we share what we've come through, we are meant to be the hero for that person. We are meant to show them that there is a possibility, there is a different way for them to show up, to change their story, to live it differently. We are becoming the hero in their story and for some people, we're meant to be the villain in their story. We are meant to be the villain. And we didn't make ourselves a villain, but that's just their perception of where things are at. We are triggering something in them. We are showing them something that is possible to change and we're triggering something in them. That's a really important piece. Is So when you're in that space of triggering something for someone else and you're not doing intentionally, when I talk about sharing vulnerable stories and I'm helping people to learn how to share their vulnerable stories, I'm not doing it to glorify the vulnerable stories. I'm not doing it to really draw attention to things in a non-productive way. But it certainly is triggering where people are at. That's why it has more to do with them than you. So in this space, in this example... This person said, you are glorifying traumatic stories. They probably are living a traumatic story. They are probably not feeling heard. They are probably stuck in their story. They're probably not using their voice. And I'm just going to send love and light. To be honest, I'm just going to send love and light because it's not worth it to be angry, frustrated, and feed into that and pour more gasoline onto that fire 
when there probably isn't a likely solution that's coming. Right? There probably isn't a solution that's coming. There isn't a solution that's going until that person decides that they are looking for a solution. They're actively looking for a solution. I can't give that because I can't make someone have a change. That's not our jobs. We are not here to fix, manage, control, and change people. We are here to be a light. And when we be that light for others, if they want the light, they'll see it. And they'll reach out and they will join you. But your job is not to force them to take that information on. Your job is not to convince them. Your job is not to go in and try and analyze and understand. If they don't want that help and support, be the light. It's just simply be the light. That's it. That's all you have to do is be the light. Be there for your people who are praying for the solutions you're holding on to. Don't be there for your haters, the 1% who are throwing negative comments your way, because that is not, it is a massive waste of your energy. Massive. I'm so glad that speaks to you, Amber. Massive, massive waste of your energy. So this is the thing. You standing, you standing in your light can be the trigger for them. It can be the trigger for them. And that's okay. If they choose to let it expand them, if they choose to want to learn how to do it, if they choose to want to be able to stand in that light and go, wait, I don't want this story to define me anymore. Great. Then you can help them then if they choose to. But your job is not to fix, manage, or control or change anyone else. So with the haters, when those comments come in, when they come into your DMs, on your posts, in your lives, in the things that happen, you have to literally just be in the space of send them love and light. You decide how much of your energy they're going to get. You decide how much time you're going to devote to them. And you decide if you want that on your feed. You don't want it on your feed. Delete it. Delete it. Leave them in integrity. They're not your responsibility to fix, manage, or control. They're the 1% and that's fine. It's all good. It's all good. You don't have to give it any more than that. Remember, the story only ever has the meaning that you give it. That's it. And as you continue to show up and use your voice, right? Use your voice, share your message, help others. As you continue to do that, just know that you're probably going to stir up more haters. You're going to stir up a lot more cheerleaders, but you're going to stir up a lot more critics and haters too. And that's okay too. That's okay. A mentor said that to me once. The more you start to show up and share your message, what's going to happen is you're going to stir up a lot of people. You're going to stir up a lot of unhealed things in people. And when that happens, find something that's a trigger where you can just say, yep, there's another one and there's another one. And so I choose to not feed it fire. I choose to feed it sand. I choose to delete it off my off of my story, my profile, whatever message, wherever they leave it. And what I choose to do instead is to turn that into content to share so that it's teachable and it's productive and it allows me to continue to do something good with that content. So that's what's important to me and that's what I'll continue to do. So if you have any questions on this, on the haters, let me know because this is something that has been in my DMs multiple times. What do I do when people say X, Y, and Z? How do I handle this? Remember, it really doesn't have anything to do with you. It has to do with them. You can lead yourself to stand in integrity and your job is not to fix, manage, or control them or their response. That's on them. You stand in integrity for yourself and make that difference because again, there's 99% of the people are out there praying for the solutions you're holding on to. Don't quiet your voice. Don't dim it. Stand in your light and let 
be that light for them because the people who you can support, honestly, it's going to make a massive difference and the world needs your light. It needs your light. So I'm sending you lots and lots of love today. If you have any other questions on the haters, let me know or anything else and I will jump in and do a live on it. Have a great day. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. If you love this episode, please submit a rating and review on iTunes and please share it with someone you think could benefit from hearing this message or this podcast. I love connecting and meeting you. So please screenshot the episode and tag me on social media or Instagram stories at Marsha Van W. And until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.